0: Welcome to The Tilted Halo. This is a new podcast, and it's for anybody who's a woman in ministry. You might be a pastor like myself, a bishop, a priest, a rabbi, music minister, elder, children's minister, whatever your title is, you're absolutely in the right place, especially if you're someone who loves your ministry and you're doing it well and you're feeling pressure to sometimes be perfect and deep down inside You know, you're not, and how in the world to deal with that. And men, you're absolutely welcome here too, because this is about ministry, and the same thing can happen to you. So, you're all in the right place. Let's get started with the show. What do you see? Or maybe I should ask the question, What do you choose to see? I think about that because it was. Many years ago, it was back in 1992, to be precise, um, I read a book called Happiness is a Choice by Barry Neil Kaufman. And in the very beginning of the book, on page five, to be precise, um, he has a, a little part that's in uh, italics and a separate little box on the page. And he says, the way we choose to see the world creates the world we see. And when I first read that back in 92, I thought, really? You got to be kidding me. Because, I mean, I was thinking, you know, there are facts out there. There are things that actually happen. There are things that happen to us. And that's exactly how they are, right? Are they? is that really true? And as I've thought about that, uh, even that year further, I began to understand more of what he was saying. And it really applies to all parts of our lives, uh, to every part of our lives. Uh, I listen to, um, at times, people who uh, watch the news or read the newspaper and They say things like, well, everything that's out there, it's all bad news. Why should I even look at it? And sometimes they choose not to then. You know, and they talk about there are bad things out there. There's no question about that. I'm not denying that in the very least. But they also don't notice some of the other things that are Said during the program or, uh, that are in other parts of the paper. Maybe it's a small article on the same page, but it's there about somebody helping somebody else, about, uh, something good that happened. Uh, a neighbor who helped to rescue somebody from a burning building, uh, you know, somebody who, um, did a kind deed and started a fund to help somebody else. Um, There are all kinds of good things out there. There are all kinds of very good people out there too. And yes, the ones that make the news primarily and the situations that make the news primarily are the difficult things, the hard things, the what we would often call the bad things that happen, and then when that's what we fill our news with thats when that's what we fill our day with, that's what we end up feeling like that's what life is all about, not just that day's newspaper or the the news channel that we're watching. But that that applies to everyone and everything and that that is the whole story about life, about people, about a certain group of people. But because there's one person or two people in a group who behave a certain way or do something that's not right and that's not legal in that sense, you know, then we begin to think that all the people in that group or all the people who are like that are also not right and that they're going to do things that are not legal. And we see that as people talk about uh, those who are coming to this country across the southern border, and they're not just from one country, they're from a whole variety of places. And the way some people say that they should be treated just because there are some who do things like smuggle drugs in. Then the idea is that everybody who comes across the border is smuggling drugs. No, they're not. Or that everybody with a backpack. No, that's not true. And so we have to stop and think. You know, are we seeing the bad things and the things that are justifying our responses and then globalizing them to justify an even harsher response on a broader group of people? Or that, you know, everybody who... Does one thing with the abortion issue, got people who are saying that uh, those who are uh, pro-choice want abortion all the way up to the time of delivery. That's never been promoted by anybody on the pro-choice issue. And yet there are those who are using that kind of statement. And so they see the world. And anybody who's pro-choice as really doing things like that or those who are, uh, you know, pro-choice seeing that those who are anti-abortion as being that kind of, uh, having that kind of radical thinking about what's going on. And so it works on both sides of the issue as to how we can take one thing that Either resonates with what we're afraid of or what we're uh, concerned about or a belief system that we have and how somebody else may disagree with that. And then globalize our response to everybody who disagrees with us, everybody within a group. And then we choose to see people situations, uh, the environment, activities, you know, all these things as you know, not necessarily good. Now, it could work the opposite way. We could choose to see the good in everyone. Sometimes we have to look a little harder, yes, I agree with that. But we could choose to see the good in each person. We could choose to see at least the potential for good in each person. We could choose to see, uh, you know, God working even in the midst of situations that are painful or unfortunate. We could choose to see those things too. So as much as we could choose to see negative things, we could also choose to see some very positive things. And whichever one we choose is really going to have a profound effect on the way we understand other people and understand ourselves and understand the world. The way we choose to see the world creates the world we see. If we see the world as a scary place and people in it as scary people, yeah, our world's going to become a scary place. And we're going to have to protect ourselves and get all worked up about, you know, the things that are, and the people that are not right and doing things that are not right. So the way we choose to see the world, if we choose to see the world as a place where people can be very good, a place where people can can grow and can do things and learn things differently, you know, that's going to be a very different kind of world that we get to live in. What kind of world do you want to live in? One where you have to protect yourself from everybody and everything because everybody's out to get you, or where, um, you know, You're not going to get a fair shake no matter what, or especially if a certain group of people get to have uh, a say in things. Is that the kind of world you really want to live in? Or would you like to live in a world where, hmm, you know, there are good people everywhere? There are good people in all parts of the country, in all parts of the on all parts of the political spectrum. I have had the opportunity to live in a number of different parts of the country, of the United States. And there are differences in how people in different areas, in general, this is not true of everybody in any place, but how people in certain parts of the country in general, see things. And some places are more conservative in their views, and some are a bit more liberal in their views. And some people um, see possibilities. Other people see, you know, tend to be looking at more, you know, we got to put up some guardrails around some things. And it makes a big difference as to the feel of the communities than when you go into them, but the other thing I've noticed is that there's good people everywhere there are good people on who are liberals there are good people who are conservatives. there are good people who uh believe things the way I do, and there are some who believe things on many things the way I do, but do some other things that I really. Would rather they not do, or some beliefs that I would rather—I think—are maybe not the best for them. So it—it's where we put our focus. You know, every there's a, a camera here that uh, allows me to be seen uh, on YouTube. So for those of you listening on uh, in a podcast and listening on only on audio, there is a YouTube version of this as well. So there's a camera here. And anytime you're on camera, you know that the focus of the camera is important. If it's focused on something close by, the things that are in the background are not going to be in focus. Or if it's focused on something in the background, what's close to you? is not going to be in focus. Where do we put our focus with other people? Where is our lens focused in this world? Are we choosing to see the good? Are we choosing to look for problems? Are we choosing to look and see the things that frighten us and scare us? We need to know those things are there sometimes, yes. But is that where we are going to put our focus and emphasis in this world? It's a big question. And there are times and situations where life life is really threatened, yes, where we need to focus on survival and protecting. That's true. And I'm, that's not exactly the t- situations I'm talking about. Uh, I'm thinking more of everyday life where you know our immediate survival is not in threat. But sometimes we've got to stop and question what if we feel like our survival is being threatened. Is it really? Is that really what's happening? Or are we choosing to see a world where that has happened, where we are being threatened? when really we are not. So what do you choose to see? How do you choose to see the world? It is creating the world you see. Is it a place where everybody who you disagree with or disagrees with you is a bad person? Or are you choosing to see something more in each person? How do you want them to see you as their enemy or seeing good things in you? It works that way too. So remember the words, the way you choose to see the world creates the world you see. And we do have a choice. Always we have a choice. Even in the worst of situations, we still have a choice. That is powerful to know. And it's even more powerful to act on that choice. The way you choose to see the world, the way I choose to see the world, creates the world we see. I choose to see you as people who are open, who want to learn, who are willing to learn, who are people who realize your halo's a little bit tilted, just like mine is, and are open to understanding others who have a tilted halo too. So I thank you for being here today and choosing you And choosing me too. So until next time, God's peace and God's blessings. And I am the Tilted Halo. I welcome you back for another episode. You have been listening to Tilted Halo with me, Kathleen Panning. What did you think about this episode? I'd really like to hear from you. Leave me some comments. Be sure to like, subscribe and share this episode and catch another upcoming episode for more conversation on ministry, life, mindset and a whole lot more. Go to www.TiltedHaloHelp.com where I've got a resource guide and other resources waiting for you. And be sure to say hi to me, Kathleen Panning on LinkedIn. See you on the next episode.